Good morning and good coffee, everybody. Hey, it's time for some morning coffee with Larry, and I'm glad that you were here joining with me today for a nice hot sip of the good stuff. Mmm, fresh out of the Keurig coffee maker with my Rural King brands. Well, it's not like the the Rural King official brand, but it's it's the stuff you find at Rural King coffee. <laughs> I have no idea which one of the four uh, coffees that comes in the box I got because I made it in the dark because I just woke up, took the dog out, and did not want to see any lights. So, goodness, excuse the yawn, but hey, it's, gosh, what time is it? It is 518 in the morning. So, um, hope you had a good night's sleep. I actually did and, uh, did not have a lot of waking up and couldn't get back to sleep, which I find from a lot of my friends, uh, that, uh, nighttime sometimes is not the, not the peaceful time. Uh, sometimes we get lost in our thoughts or we just wake up and can't sleep. Uh, I remember uh, when I was a kid, one of our neighbors, uh, uh, their mom had a hard time sleeping. And I don't know why it was. Maybe it was whenever I was working at McDonald's and we, uh, I'd had, I had to close a lot of times on the weekends. And I would get home at maybe 2 or 2.30 in the morning and uh, going past their house... Um, I could see that um, she was up doing uh, middle-of-the-night housework. So if you got insomnia, you can lay in bed and sometimes have your heart thoughts struggle with you, or I guess you can get up and be productive. I just prefer to sleep. <laughs> mm. So anyway, oh, I woke up, took the dog out, And I was shocked. The deck was wet. It rained. And my first thought was, no. Even though we've been in drought (laughs) the past few weeks, haven't had any rain, I've been needing it. I said, no. And that's because we were, uh, we've got one of those, kind of like the the Walmart swimming pools. They're 15 foot across. They've got the, uh, um, little air ring at the very top and we got it out and we're filling it up yesterday and the cardboard box that we have a bunch of stuff stored in and a smaller one that had the pump and things in they were all sitting out last night because we really haven't had much dew either they all got rained on i have not ventured out to look at them yet Hopefully, we will have a good sun today that will uh, dry them out and we'll, um, we'll be able to still use them and, and they haven't been you know, ruined. But we got rain. I don't know how much we got, but I know uh, parts of the garden will appreciate it. We've been watering uh, our plants that we can get garden hose to and we carry buckets to some of the more important plants, especially transplants. Uh, when in a part of the garden that we 
we can't reach with the hose. But I know my sweet corn, which I do not water, uh, it's too far away, I know they are enjoying this. Some of them, ha some of the sweet corn has popped up, uh, some has not because the ground was dry. So I'm kind of tickled about that, but <laughs> no, not on my cardboard. Ah, oh, well, today I wanted to share something with you that my wife and I have recently started doing. Um, now, probably all of you uh, listening have a Bible, and uh, it may be one that you use, you know, on occasion. It may be one that you do regular reading in. It also could be one that, uh, just like that uh, one country song about uh, there being dust on the Bible. There's also another country song that has dust on the bottle, talking about an old bottle of wine in the cellar. But I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the Bible. And a lot of times we may think, you know, we really need to, you know, read that. We need to get into it more. And something that my wife and I have started doing, and I'm going to encourage you to either try this or, you know, some variation. But whenever we're both, you know, first thing in the morning, before we have breakfast, before we do animals, uh, we are sitting down together and reading one chapter of the Bible and discussing it. And... uh you know, there's different ways of doing it. You can randomly just open up the Bible and the first chapter you see, you know, you can do that. And that's a that's a fine way to do it. Or you can uh, pick a book of the Bible and then just every day read one chapter and discuss it. How it applies to your life today. How it applies to the world today. You see, probably for most people, including myself, when it comes to uh, the Bible, we we read just specific verses. Maybe it's you know related to a sermon that we heard, or we're trying to look something up to find you know some sort of an idea or a supported thing, or maybe it's you know we've heard somebody mention a verse and we want to see a little bit of what's around it, the context. And that's kind of what can be the problem when we only use the Bible, whether it's, you know, paper one or whether it's electronic, um, for specific verses is we don't get the full context. We don't get to see what's before and after. Well, I mean, we can actually do it. We can read back a few verses. We can read past a few verses. Um and get a little bit of context. But when you read a whole chapter, or if you pick a book of the Bible, and then start reading from the beginning just a little bit at a time, you get a better sense of the context of what's going on. And sometimes you find yourself... Uh, seeing verses that maybe, hey, I kind of remember that, or I remember that concept being talked about, being discussed, or maybe something that you've read. But when you get the full, 
But then you may find that, hey, there's other important things that are around it that you never did, you never did read, you never did hear. It's kind of like everybody probably knows John 3.16. You know, we it's it's probably the most popular verse of the Bible. But do you know do you know what the verses are immediately before or immediately after? Some may. Probably most don't. And so what's really nice is to do some deeper reading and then you're getting the full context. You get the full a fuller understanding of what God's talking about uh, as you know as you're going through. We live in a world where just little snippets is what we get fed. You know, if you watch the news or if you listen to the news, you get just a little snippet of a news story. Just a few seconds. If you watch, uh, you know, like on YouTube, you can watch full-size videos. But then they have this new thing, Reels, which is similar to TikTok, where it's just a few seconds long, 30 seconds, maybe it's 45 seconds. And you just get this snippet. And then you get another one. Then you get another one. And you're really not getting any depth. This was kind of uh, made, I mean, I knew that, but it hit me in a different way. Whenever I had uh, um, one of the grandsons uh, was over this past week. And we were talking about music. We were talking about different songs. And I said, hey, here's kind of a neat song. Let me play this for you. You know, and it had the video so, you know, he could watch that. And I thought, okay, this is a way I could kind of introduce him a little bit more into parts of my world whenever I was close to his age. And the comment that he made was, why are the songs so long? And I was sitting there thinking, well, what do you mean? <laughs> this is a standard, you know, song. It was, you know, three minutes and 15 seconds or something like that. It wasn't like listening to the full version of American Pie or Alice's Restaurant, you know, much longer songs. But he knew some of the music, but he listens or watches TikTok a lot. And there they just use samples out of songs. And he was thinking that was the whole song. It's like, no, that's just, they're just sampling, you know, a certain few seconds of that song. The song is actually longer. And that kind of threw him off. And I think that is what we have become very accustomed to. In our society, and especially when we think about social media and how it molds us, how it's molding us to how they want us to react. You know, when I go back to my psychology training in my undergrad, you know, we talked about various experiments in 
psychological principles that if people didn't understand what was going on, you could really mold them into however you wanted to think. And that's why there is, you know, the idea of ethics is so important that you should not be doing things that's going to hurt people, but only help people. You know, that's an ethical thing to do. It's a value statement. But you can very easily manipulate. And I think that's what happens. We've, we've been manipulated by social media to have very short attention spans. And so you wind up with a young generation, Gen Zers, that, oh, I didn't know a song was longer. I just knew this part. And that kind of goes back to the idea of with Bible study. Rather than just finding a, a favorite verse, which that's an important thing. I've got some favorite verses. Getting in deeper so you know and understand the context and why it is. You know, and, and one final challenge if you decide to do this, you know, with your spouse or just do it on your own. But, you know, if you're married, do it with your spouse. Is don't just, you know, go through and go, oh, well, I disagree with that or I don't like that or I'm going to, eh, I'll just skip that part. That's, that's not how, that doesn't apply to the world today. Go with the notion of, I want to understand. I want to understand the context. If I don't agree with it, why? Is it because the principles in the Bible aren't for today? They're only for ancient times? Or are there things that, yes, that really does apply? And maybe I'm not thinking about it right. Do a little challenge, you know, challenge your own thinking, challenge your own views, and read deeper for the context. All right, that is it for today because I hear that my wife has roamed the house and it's time for us to do our own study. So you guys have a great one. Make the most of today and uh, we'll catch you next time. Bye-bye.